Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams and our producer Ed Salzadel, all directors at the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We're here to reassure you you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Today we have the honor of having Dr. Jan Lohmeyer, instructor of apologetics at Lutheran High North, Houston, Texas. He's also an adjunct professor at Concordia University, Texas. He spoke at the San Antonio Worldview Conference on the topic of apologetics, answering the objections, defending the faith. He has worked on the Catechism Review Committee for the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod as a Genesis consultant. He wrote the history of the LCMS, published in 2012. He has a Ph.D. in education. He has taught every level of education, which I can identify with, although I, I haven't done elementary level. I would run away from that. has been a principal of three schools. He's a speaker, and he has a book, The Unaware Church, which we're going to speak of a great deal today. He's married with three sons, and part of his focus is how to teach apologetics in churches and schools. And uh, on, I noticed on your website, or on the website for your book, that it talks about this needs to be a wake-up call to the church. Welcome, Dr. Lohmeyer, and, and what do you say to that? Hey, it's a pleasure to be here, and uh, that's exactly what my book is about and what I like to talk about when I travel around the United States is it's time for the church to wake up, mainly because they're losing their teenagers. Teenagers are being taught something totally different when they go to college, and they're being shocked with the evidence that false prophets in our colleges have given them. And that's why it's a wake-up call. And that's why I also call my book The Unaware Church. I don't think too many people in our church are aware that we're losing 60%, over 60% of our teenagers, when they graduate from high school and go to college, they are losing interest in their faith and in what the church has to offer and teach. And the question I have to ask all the churches is, just exactly what are you teaching? What are you teaching our teenagers? And that's the question of the day. You know, that's something I think Terry, one of our board members, focuses on quite a bit. All they're getting... 100% of the time, K through 12, is monkey-to-man evolution, that, that the Bible is irrelevant, that you are an accident and not produced by a, a loving God. They get that in college when they go there. The church is not refuting that, so what are they supposed to think? Yeah, the title of my book is, Why Should I Believe, Why Should You Believe? A wake-up call to the church. So, so we're on the wavelength here. We sure are. Yeah. Listen, I want everyone to know that um, I'm teaching high schoolers now. They're 17 and 18 year olds, and we call those, of course, the plurals, the Generation Z or the 2Kers, whatever you want to call them. 
But I think it's important that everybody understands, even though the millennials seem to be in charge right now, these plurals, that we've already lost the millennials. And to get them back, you're going to have to offer something that you're going to have to wake, uh, have a wake-up call for them through the churches and reach them somehow. But the plurals, we can still prevent from falling away, and that's what I really want to talk about today. This is that group of people that seem to be more diverse. That's why they're called the plurals. Personal freedom is extremely important to them. You have to remember that these plurals, they uh, that these are the people that have born after 2000. You have to understand that they lived through the 2000 recession, and they've experienced more divorce than any other group, age group, that we've ever had. And they've seen fewer Christian examples. Now, I want you to know that their questions, and I'm teaching them right now, here are four examples of their questions that they ask about their own faith, their own religion, their own church. And one of them is, why would God demand the killing of an entire group of people? And another one is, why are Christians so hypocritical? Why are Christians so judgmental? And why are Christians so intolerant? These are the 60% that we're about to lose. Now, what can we do to prevent them? And do we have the answers to these questions? What are you doing? You know, what's your church doing? As far as I'm concerned, the Bible keeps telling us we're in a war. 2 Corinthians 10 tells us, For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God, and we take every thought captive to obey Christ. Notice the two words, warfare and captive. Paul keeps telling us this. By the way, Paul was the first great apologist after Jesus. Of course, all the disciples were, and Peter gives that great long gospel sermon on, on Pentecost. But Paul is the one who defends the faith, and that's the thing I don't believe our Christians in the pews today are understanding. They don't defend the faith. They just say, like my mother used to say, oh, you just have to have a childlike faith, that's all. Well, there's more to it. I love my mother. She's in heaven now, but I can tell you right now, we need to make sure that we're doing exactly what Paul said in Colossians. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy or empty deceit according to the human tradition. Boy, does that fit today. And he goes on, he says, according to the elemental spirits of the world and not according to Christ. We're in a war, and that's why... Peter tells us in 1 Peter 3.15, and by the way, this is the apologetics theme Bible passage, 1 Peter 3.15. Always be prepared to give a defense for the hope that is in you. And boy, that's what we're not teaching our children. And it kind of, um, kind of irks me that we aren't doing something. Like I said at the conference, and you might remember this, if I was a church member, I remember I had that atheist come up to me and he, he listened to my speech and then afterwards he came up to me and he says, you know, if this is all true what you're saying and you're losing 60% and I was a member of your church, I would be as mad as, and he used the word hell, and I was wondering, 
first of all, why an atheist would reference hell, but I also said, <laughs> what in the world are we thinking in these pews? Are, I, you know, I, I really think that we're starting to become a country club instead of a church. Yeah, I, I, We meet I, together with our friends, we do socials together, but we really don't get this message out. We don't realize we're in a war. I, We'd rather go to a potluck. Right, I hear you. Uh, you're listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. Today we have Dr. Jan Lohmeyer with us talking on answering objections and defending the faith. One clarification question. Of those four points you made about what, what did you call the current generation in the high school? Plurals. The plurals. That first one was, why would God kill off a whole, what was it, race of people? Yeah. Clarify that for me, please. Okay. In the Old Testament, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the speakers that are going around our state universities, but they're teaching the children, our children, they're teaching our young adults in in college that God is uh, a mean, uh, antagonistic killer who kills uh, off generations of people. Like I said before, one of their questions would be focused on why would God demand the killing of an entire group of people? And he did this in the Old Testament when the Israelites came out of Egypt and they came back to take over the land, the promised land. God instructs them through Joshua, make sure that you drive them out or kill them. And one of the things we don't teach our our students when we teach these stories, we just teach them as Bible stories. And um, this is what irritates me, too, about our Sunday school classes. I was in a Sunday school class that taught me that uh, the the people were building the Tower of Babel so they could get closer to God. But that's false doctrine. And I asked this question in my first class when I have my seniors come into Apologetics 1, I ask them, uh, why did God, uh, I mean, why did the people build the Tower of Babel? And there's three or four people that'll raise their hands and say, uh, to get closer to God, because they were taught that in Sunday school. Here's another thing I was taught in Sunday school. In our own church, this is happening. I taught, I was taught that the dinosaurs, those really were smaller animals, but their bones swelled. <laughs> this, is, this is the type of thing that's going on, and you know why it's going on? Because we're not training our Sunday school teachers either. In fact, I'll lay money on this one. I'll bet that each one of our churches will take anybody who calls and says, I'll teach Sunday school, as long as they're breathing, they're going to take them, uh, that, because they're having trouble with that. Unfortunately, that's probably a, a sadly true statement. Dr. Lohmeyer, for this program, we're run out of time. We're going to continue with this discussion and focus upon what you said and what the church ought to be doing in our next program. Thank you for your comments today. You're welcome. Glad to be with you. Information for creation events around Bear County can always be found on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org, that is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org, or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletters. 
You can also call 210-599-7240 to request having the newsletter emailed to you. Our website also has a link for contact information and on which you can order our newsletter. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That's whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That's Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. SABSA meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. now at Grady's Restaurant at the corner of San Pedro and Jackson Keller. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of hundreds of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane, and for Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams, thanks for listening, and we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible.